But yeah, and I wanted to say, you know, just because I say to accept your kids, um, you know, unconditionally, don't ever forget the fact that you have to set boundaries. And you can do that by using living true story examples of scary stories and, and things that happen to people when they do bad or they want to go bad or they're hanging out with the wrong kind of people. I always used an example to my kids. So much so that um, I would um, tell them about prison life and I wasn't shy about what goes on in the prisons, how you, you know, you get tortured and raped in there and, and murdered and I told them, then I would take them to the more elite parts of our town and show them mansions and say, this is what you can have. You have the world in the palm of your hands right now. And this is what happens if you stay in school, you can have one of these beautiful mansions. And we had no air conditioning in our cars at the time. We, we, we were po-folk po for show. And um, it was hot, but I wanted to, or freezing, because <laughs> we didn't have a heater. If you don't have AC, you don't have a heater. So I would take my children by and show them the mansions and then tell them the true stories of prison life. And just I would hope and grasp and pray that, that, that they would hang on to the brighter part of that story. And they did because uh, none of my children have been in prison. So I'm really super happy for that. Um, I'm not proud, but I, I'm, I'm happy for them. And um, I can't say proud because proud is bragging and proud is ego and proud is hot, hot, haughtiness. <laughs> haughtiness. <laughs> Sorry about that one. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it came out right. But anyways, um, I always told my kids to, I will always stand by your side. Just don't ever ask me to commit a crime or murder. I will not stand by you. You'll lose your parents forever for the, or my, for my love and my, my attention and affection and loyalty because I don't stand for criminality at all. So um, one time one of my daughters was in trouble when she was a teenager. She was caught for stealing liquor from her aunt's house, her auntie's house, and uh, her auntie wanted to press charges on my daughter, therefore she would have gone to juvenile hall. And I I couldn't uh, afford to keep her out or, you know, I couldn't afford an attorney, so um, <laughs> my mom stepped in and spared my daughter from going to juvenile hall. And then another time, a daughter of mine got caught for stealing a sports drink at Walmart. And so she was in juvenile hall, and when I went before the judge, I said, Sir, I'm just asking for a chance to get my daughter home so I can de-brainwash her. And the judge, he laughed, and he goes, I don't know what that means, but I'm curious as to find out the end result, and would you please keep me informed? And I said, Sure. So what I did was when my daughter got home, we put her in a, a, like a continuation high school, and um, I knew that she was smoking marijuana when she was doing her homework and she would do tons and she would do like a year's homework at one time because she got stoned. And because I asked her, how do you do all this homework? And she says, well, mom, you really want to know is I get stoned. 
and I wanted to rip her head off. I wanted to kick her in the head. I was so pissed, but I thought, you know what? Tough love and putting her down for accomplishing something so amazing, a year's worth of homework, then that would be wrong. Because what if she's just experimenting and she's using her part of the imagination to get this work done? And what if she's not? But if she is and you stifle and you put it out, you snuff out that light, how are you going to know the end result? Don't you get more love with love than you do with anger and angst and aggression? And I thought, da means yeah. So I restrained and controlled myself and did not. I was just like, okay, well, I told her I, I did not get mad at her. <clears throat> and I just accepted it and walked away and just, you know, I hoped for the best. I knew the best outcome would be. You know, if life were to just play its way out through the ebb and flow. Anyways, she ended she ended graduating with uh, top honors as a valedictorian, the only one over two thousand students. Yeah, because I didn't put her down, and you know, I was grateful that she wasn't saying, "Mom, I'm smoking meth to get my homework done." I mean, getting stoned. I used to get stoned when I was younger. And I, I mean, I could tell you my imagination just lit up like I was on acid. I've never taken acid, but if I would have taken it, um, that's probably, you know, the equivalent for her. So anyhow, she ended up graduating as uh, the only valedictorian out of her class. She had all these honors and everything. She was the only different colored cap and gown in the whole graduation class. And I ended I ended up writing the judge a letter and told him my daughter ended up graduating um, class valedictorian. And so um, I'm sure he was happy to hear the end result of me getting home or getting my daughter home to de-brainwash her, if you will, per se. Anyways, just want to say that uh, put limits with your kids and boundaries because you need to reiterate to your children also that boundaries, they, it sounds like a bad thing, but it actually can be a really good safe haven borderline for for you and if all else fails just tell your friends when it comes to temptation um i don't want to do it because my um just blame it on your mom just say my mom's making me go home right now my mom told me that one time and i really that was one of the things that really was cool with me because i was always begging my mom for attention or help to get out of a situation not attention so much i was a pretty much cool kid i uh, remained really super quiet and shy to myself but when it came to help yeah i always wanted my mom's help anyways that was one of the tools that my mi madre helped me with was saying that just just say it's my fault and that your mom said you have to go home right now so that said, I bid thee peace for thine rest of the day. Oh yeah, there also was this one time when my daughter was at this house that I didn't want her to be. It was a huge party house. The parents were never home and the kids were always over there doing drugs, so... I went, I, oh, I investigated, I found out where she was, I tracked her down with <laughs> with old-fashioned techniques as a parent and it was at night and I went over there and knocked on the door and some adult teenager type I don't know what it was answered the door and they would only crack it right and they just cracked the door and they're like yeah I'm all is um, 
so-and-so here for my daughter. And then <clears throat> the kid ends up slamming the door. I knocked on the door off again. He opens the door and I said, he just cracks it. I said, is so-and-so here? And now he slams the door. And so now I'm pounding on the door and they're not opening it. And then he starts opening and I just kicked the door open or pushed it with my shoulder. <laughs> Little me. And then they got all shocked and I said, where's my daughter? And then I went and found her. And I said, get your stuff, get your ass in the car, we're going home now. And that's before I started practicing, um, you know, acceptance and um, the get out of jail card where you can just call me hands down. That's, I... I wasn't a cool mom the whole time. I'm just letting everybody know. I wasn't born like that. I had these concepts of unconditional and agape love for them. I just hadn't learned how to implement that to them. It was so hard because of the way I was raised that I lost a couple of battles. But in the end, I am victorious. But I had to go through some challenges of my own and look at my own heart, open my own soul, climb in there and stick it out.